During the 2020 lockdowns, Kelly and I made this podcast to talk about the movies that we love while bored at home. We tried so many different ways to record and edit, but found it difficult and we experienced some bad sound quality until we found Zencaster. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high quality podcast right away. Record studio quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. If you have thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. So go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code SYTYI, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same easy experiences we do for all of our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Hey guys, you've heard us talk about how we want to live our lives in balance with our hectic work lives to getting a workout in and treating our bodies better. I've been changing my routine up at the gym and getting myself to eat better. And one thing I'm adding is liquid IV. In one stick, I'm getting five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than if I drank water alone. It's great for those tough workouts where I need an extra boost or when I'm feeling a little run down after a long day at work. I love how on the go this packaging is. I throw a few in my gym or my work bag and it takes up zero space. And the taste is amazing. Since it's summertime, I'm reaching more for strawberry lemonade. And with other great summer flavors like watermelon and guava, there's something for everyone. And it's not just the flavor that will have you grabbing for more. Like I said, Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins like B3, B5, B6, and B12 and vitamin C. And it's made with premium ingredients. So if you want to up your hydration game this summer, get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code SYTYI at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using our code SYTYI at liquidiv.com. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Say Think You're Iconic, the movie podcast. And wow, what a, what a way to start off. Yes. <laughs> Peek behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. I, I'll probably cut it out so you probably won't know what happened. But yeah. uh, it's something that happens every week. It's not really a big deal. I just didn't catch it until I already pressed start. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's fine, though. Let, we, me, let we, me just I'm drink my kombucha. We get it done. Yeah. We're going to let Jordan have his moment. Yeah. Uh, how was your week, Kelly? It was good. It was it was short because uh, I did come out and visit Jordan. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had a three-day work week. Ooh. So <laughs> honestly, can I just say, by the time Friday came, I did not have that like dread that I usually have. <laughs> can't say the same and this was only a four-day work week for me it was a four-day work week for everyone else but it was a three-day work week for me because i just i took the tuesday off too i took friday and then we had monday off and then i took that tuesday so yeah um it was good though work was good but we did have a lot of i did have a lot of fun 
in my time off. Um, we went to brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. I had a delicious um, omelet. Yes, I had a I had a really good crepe. Um, Mm-hmm. our friend, she got what did she get? She got a waffle, I think. I think so. Yeah, and some fries Jordan made on it. the side. I know. Jordan made it through a peach bellini I without did. I started gagging without at the having end, flashbacks. but I made it. Yeah. <laughs> You had to have a little bit of a chaser, but that's okay. I had to have a chaser. We don't, we don't fault, we don't fault him for that. Yeah, but at the beginning, I was doing very well. Yeah, he made it. He I made it. he made it like what three quarters of the way before he started tasting it. I think I had, like, maybe to a normal person, like, two or three sips left. Yeah, yeah, I'd But say that. it started tasting too champagne-y, Yeah. and I was like, Yep. Yeah, and but it was we don't not like... we don't we don't waste alcohol in this household, so No, we don't waste alcohol. And it wasn't, like, a small glass, either. He gave us, no. like... He didn't give us, like... A champagne glass. He gave us a wine glass. Wine glass. And let me tell you that wine glass was like 90% To the top. full. Yeah, it was to the top. Like you like when you drink, you know, when you usually have something in a wine glass, you usually have to like tip it a lot to like get it because you got like a very tiny amount of stuff in there. No. You barely like tip the glass and you're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was the goat. He he really let us, you know, get full advantage of what we were drinking. So We never did see him again, though, We didn't. after he dropped, after he took those orders. We never saw him again. Yeah, we we got to a point where um, it was a really popular spot. So um, like halfway through our meal, we could see like a bunch of people outside. So when we were done, we were like trying to flag down somebody. Every person that we like tried to make eye contact with, like did not get the hint or they were just too busy, which I understand. But then we're like, where's our guy? Like, let's flag him down and nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Nowhere to be seen. At one point, I think one of us saw him, like, behind the bar doing something. Yeah. But he wasn't, What like, is, an eye sh shot of us. no, he wasn't. Also, what is it with us and like getting servers that just disappear the minute, like we get our stuff? I have no idea. We, <laughs> like, we are not Did mean this happen? or anything. We're not, we're not. But it's just every time we'll be sat down, they'll take our order, and then we'll never see our waiter ever again. Yeah, they'll, maybe we'll see them when they bring the food out, or sometimes they'll have somebody else, you know, bring the food out. I think And then, both like, when times we need they brought, they had someone else bring out someone the else food. bring the food out, and then, like, when we need the check, or, like, last time when we needed water, <laughs> we tried flagging someone down, we're like, where did they go? Nothing, <laughs> just absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. We're, I swear we're good um, customers, I swear to you. They Yeah. just whatever happens, their like break just aligns with us, and they're like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna take it." <laughs> Yeah. so, It's it's bad. yeah, that's bad. Kelly, how's your Wi-Fi doing? You seem to be cutting out a lot. Okay, so my Wi-Fi is not great right now. Okay. I'm just going to say that and we've had issues with <laughs> it since like early this week. So no problem. if something I have is going I have wrong, then. I have problems with my Wi-Fi all the time. It does Okay. not matter. Sometimes <laughs> okay. our Wi-Fi refuses to connect to our TVs. Just refuses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've had that issue this week, actually.
like well i'll try to watch something on like um like hulu or youtube tv or something and like i'll click it to play and it'll just like spinning wheel of death and i'm like y'all or it'll load about finally load and it's like the pixelated thing in the world because like it's kind of loaded but not really and i'm like i just want to watch something just want to watch something please oh mine won't even do that it literally will not connect to the wi-fi like i will literally go into the settings and try to connect it to our wi-fi and it'll be like wi-fi setting check and then it'll say internet connection x no (laughs) (laughs) but it's literally working on everything else like it's working on our phones it's working on our laptops but won't connect to our tvs and then we'll have to unplug the router Mm-hmm. Sit for a minute, plug it back in. Go back sometimes, in. Sometimes that doesn't even work, and we'll oh, have to do that no. like several times. Wi-Fi yeah. is ghetto. What Wi-Fi do you have? Uh, I have um, <laughs> have Cox Internet. You have what? What is that? You heard me, <laughs> Cox Internet. Oh, I think I think that was big in Texas when I lived there. I, it's C-O-X. Not, it's not, I know what it is. I, it's not. It's not out here. We don't have it out here. Oh no! I was just. I was just saying that for everybody else who didn't know and thought I was oh, yeah. saying something else. <laughs> I'm sure most people around the country know what Cox, Cox is. I didn't because I because I feel like in other places it's a thing. It's just not a thing in California. We don't have that. Okay. Yeah. Because when I when we moved and we got our internet, um, because I, I was the one that set everything up in the house, um. I was literally looking at the box and I'm all like, <laughs> like what it says. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess, I guess that's a rest of the country kind of deal. Cause it's not, it's not in California. Yeah. It's not in California. We it's got, fine, we got, um, we got different stuff. Yeah. I have whack ass Xfinity. Do you? Yeah. Remember when at, um, before I moved, I was having the same issues. It was Xfinity. Remember, sometimes yeah, you couldn't even record. Xfinity sucks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we need yeah, it. We need so. it. We need something else. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, yeah. Anything else this week? Mm, I mean, oh, one of my coworkers um, came back from her medical leave, which thank God. Okay. Um, because I don't have to do her work anymore but my lead apparently has decided that now that's part of my duties anyway now that i know how to do it so yeah i thought i would be freed but i am not so i'm glad that she is back so i don't have to like primarily do it but i still have to help out which makes me sad yeah i'd be sad too i say that as if as if i have absolutely no work to do on my actual like program and so (laughs) i've been like literally helping out another program all week yeah yeah <laughs> i mean like, like i don't mind when when i like have the time to like you do but like other times i'm like nah i'm good <laughs> like i think i texted kelly on thursday and it was like maybe not even one o'clock yet and i was like i'm almost done oh yeah and i don't and i don't want to ask for any more work and so i just yeah, kind of you- like spread out my entire day <laughs> Because I was like, I don't want to ask for any more work. Yeah, I think he's texting me. He's like, yeah, I have two things left to do. And, like, I'm just going to talk to my coworkers. To pass the time, I'm like, you do you, bro. Like, sometimes it'd be like that. You don't want to take on anything more for your day. 
Yeah, I think on Thursday I talked to my coworkers more than I've ever talked to my coworkers. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's what you got to do to pass the time. But yeah, um, but that's good. That's good for you, though. At least most of the work got taken off of your plate. Yeah, yeah, I I needed that off my plate because I was getting very frustrated. <laughs> Um, let's see. As for me, I have a lot of things. Just warning you now. Jordan goes through a Um, lot. <laughs> I go through a lot. Um, it has gotten warmer. Thank God. Has it? Thank God. Yes, it's still raining, but I, I, I'm fine with that. It, it's gotten warmer. That's all I wanted was for it to get warmer. It was so cold. Like waking up in the morning and it's like 30, 40 degrees cold. Mm, it was freezing. Yeah. I was tired of the cold. Thank God it's 60s again and 50s again. Like back to normal. It is raining. <laughs> I want the rain to stop. But I I know that rain is necessary. So like it's fine. Yeah. yeah. But the cold is gone. That's all that really matters. Hey, and the, the sun is staying up longer. So kind of. We haven't, kind of. we haven't, we haven't gotten to 530 yet out here. Okay. Yeah, we it's, haven't either. So that's a little but bit. We've hit, we've hit, we've, what was it? It was five, 550 ish when the sun went down yesterday. So well, it's a little you know, longer. It's a little longer. Um, but yeah, there's that. Um, what's next on my list? We already went over brunch. Um, Kelly, Kelly's birthday is coming up and she needs to tell me what she wants to do for her birthday, like, oh, as soon yeah. as possible. So that I can prepare mentally, financially. You, you also, you also need to talk with Leslie because she reached out to me first about what, what I wanted to do for my birthday. Okay. What do you want to do for your birthday? Okay. So she's, she said she would be willing to come out to me. Okay. So it was up to me if, if I wanted to go out or if she wanted to come here. You, you gotta let us know. Yeah. I'm giving you until Friday to okay. decide. <laughs> okay. Because I already have, already have another trip thingy going on in the background that is pissing me though? off. So I I need all okay, of my ducks least, in a row. So at I least understand what's me, happening. Me and our friend will make decisions like this. Okay. <laughs> at least we won't beat around the bush. Hmm. You want to go to Vegas? You none of you can see, but I rolled my eyes so yeah. hard. I <laughs> Vegas does not appeal to me in any way, it, shape, or form. It, it doesn't to me either. I just thought it was funny. And that's one of the trips in the background that is being proposed, and I'm like, fine, whatever. Even though I don't want to go, I don't like Vegas. The thought, nothing in Vegas appeals to me. I don't like extreme yeah. heat. I don't mm -hmm. like spending an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah. I don't like going to clubs. Me neither. Like, what am I going to do in Vegas? Yeah. I feel like the only thing that would, like, be tempting is if there was a concert out there that I'd really want there's to go not, to. There's not even any concerts. I looked. Yeah. I looked. There's That would be the only way you're getting me to Vegas. There's literally nothing happening that month. Nothing. 
Like Adele yeah. isn't even performing that month. I was like, what the hell? Oh, she's not? She literally skipped that month. Girl, <laughs> what the heck? I You have a residency, Adele. You can't do this. <laughs> Skipped the month, Kelly. I was livid. I was looking at the timeline. I was like, okay, that month, that month. Whoa, what happened? We we skipped a month. Not coming. She's not going to be there. There's literally nothing going on there except for, I think there's like maybe two country artists who are having shows. Mm. And I don't, I don't fucks with country music like that. So I don't yeah, care. <sighs> but yeah. So Kelly needs to yeah. hurry up. Let me know what you want to do, <laughs> where we're doing said thing. Okay. And I'll be on board. Okay. Very fair. Yeah, I'll let I'll talk to our friend and I'll let you know probably by like Wednesday at this point. Cool. Thank you. The sooner the better. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Cool. And then last thing, of course, it's been a long time since I've had like a real rant. Here goes a real rant. <laughs> what? Pop off. Why do white women care so much about Ariana Grande allegedly cheating with SpongeBob? Why know, do man. they care? Why do they care so much? Why am I seeing so many videos on my For You page of girls being like, I can't support Ariana Grande because she blah, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Why do you right. care? It doesn't affect you in any way, shape, right. or form. Bye. Let it go. Also, Let you're being go. a little misogynistic because you're putting all of this blame on her, on her when this man was the one with a wife and a baby. Yep. Stop. Stop it. It does not matter. Yeah. It doesn't affect you. She didn't actually hurt anyone as far yep. as you know. Leave it alone. Right. Y'all right. did the same thing with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Y'all called Angelina everything under yep. the sun except sun, for the yep. name that the Lord gave her and mm. nothing for Brad Pitt. Nope. Nope. So please, please shut up. Shut up. Right. No one cares that you don't nope. care about Ariana Grande anymore. Let it go. Your internalized right. misogyny is noted. Let it go. Right. Thank you. Get off That's my 40 page. I, honestly, it's it's kind of overrun my for you page, if I'm being honest. And and then all of the of all the comments, all the comments always like, y'all are so like um surprised that she did this when break up with your boyfriend came out and then all the all the other songs in her past. I'm like, who cares? Who cares? Okay, I don't. I don't Please. know her. I don't know them. It doesn't involve me. The only thing that it's involves me business. is the music that she put out and the, the music that I'm interacting with, okay? As long as she's not physically hurting anyone, I don't right. give a fuck. Like, I right. quite honestly, like the same way I didn't care when she licked that fucking donut at the donut shop. Like, I didn't care. Was it right. disgusting? Yes. yes. But I didn't really care. <laughs> mm -mm. Like, it was the front donut and like a line of donut. Like, it, no one was going to pick it anyway. I right. I don't really fucking care. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Please let it go. Get a Did life. She held book. their baby. I don't care. Did she punch the baby in the face? Did no. She, exactly. Did she punch the baby? Leave if it alone. If she punched the baby, we could talk, but she didn't right. actually do anything. Right. If she put her hands on anyone in that situation, then sure, we're going to talk about it. But she didn't. Yeah. So if you're, if you're going to be mad at anyone, put most of the blame towards that man. On him. Whatever, yeah. whatever his name is. He made the decision to leave his wife and, and the child that they had a year before. So that's uh, that's on him. She didn't do yeah. nothing. Yeah. Okay. Ariana Grande <laughs> didn't, did, for, didn't force right. him to cheat. 
If, she didn't. If she they, didn't hold a gun to his head if and they, say if they if they even cheated at all. We don't know. Right? Who knows? Who knows? So yeah, that's all I had to say. Yeah, that's my rant. Yeah. Also, thank God you got off the train because that means there's more opportunities for us to go to the tour. Okay. Yeah. Please don't buy a fucking tour ticket because right. I will be there. Mm-hmm. I will. I'm sorry. I'll be there. We've missed the other ones that happened, so we're going to be there now. I'm going to be there. So you making the tickets lower price for me is all the better. Thank you so much. Post post some more. Just make sure it's not on my for you page. Uh huh. Go ahead and make a face. Go ahead and go make some Facebook groups. Right. About how much you hate her. I don't care. Right. I don't care. Just stay out of the ticket master queue. (laughs) That's all (laughs) that I care about. Stay out of the ticket master queue. The minute I can put my email in so I can get a notification when they go out early, you better not be in there. I will yeah, find you. I'm saving all of your TikTok handles. If I right. see y'all waiting for tickets or at a concert, I'm beating your ass. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going all Liam Neeson and Taken on you, okay? Mm-hmm. I have a certain set of skills. Yeah. I'm an I'm a secret FBI agent. I can find anyone. Ask anyone. Yeah. I can I find yeah, people yeah, very can. easily. So yeah, that's all I have to that's all I have to say about that. Get over yourselves and get a life. Thanks. Yeah. Move on. Thank you. Bye. Move on. Thank you. Okay, Kelly. <laughs> I think now that we're done. We should, now that we're done, why don't you go ahead and tell the people about our movie this week? Alrighty. So this week, we are going to be talking about Atonement. Yay! I have the book. Yay! It's literally right, it's literally right here. Have you I've read the book? book like, I've had it for like three years. I've read maybe two chapters, and then I no. never picked it back up. So It's... <sighs> It's a, goal, it's a it's a it's a long book. I'm gonna put my I'm gonna give myself a little a little goal. These three movies okay. that these three books that I bought like four years not four years ago like two or three years ago I'm gonna read mm-hmm. this year. Okay. I'm gonna read these. Okay, they've been, they've literally been sitting on here for like two or three years. I'm going to read these fucking books. Okay. Okay. Are we gonna do like a check in for you? So I mean, if you at. want to, yeah, you can do a check-in. I'll check in on you. I'll check on, okay. you. on you. Okay. Um, but yeah, reading the book, I had to read the book in college, by the way. Uh, reading the book makes me Why? hate. Oh, uh, I don't know. It was part of the, it was my senior um, English class. The teacher was super chill, but like, um, she said we had to like, read at least two books from the long list that she gave us and uh i had at that point i had to pick one book or a different book that i really didn't want to do so i had to read atonement okay and honestly it makes me hate briny so much it's anyway uh (laughs) we start this movie in england in 1935 and we see briny typing up her new play and running off to show her mother As she is on her way, she runs into Robbie and invites him to see the play. 
but he says that he doesn't think that's a good idea only because he works for the family as a gardener and he's like eh, maybe i shouldn't be like part of the family as you like present it so he promises to read it later if he'll if she'll send it to him uh when she finally shows her mother her mother praises her for her work because that's briny's thing she's been writing since she's been able to on her little typewriter mm-hmm. and later she hangs out with her sister cecilia and worries about her cousins that are coming to stay with them because their parents are getting divorced and it's getting ugly so they're sending the kids away and she's like they're gonna ruin my play because she's decided then and there that they're gonna be in her play um and she's just very nervous because she wants everything to be perfect she then tries By to the talk way, to this, Cecilia. this this play she's putting this like deadline on it even though she mm-hmm. didn't have to no she didn't have to put this deadline she's like we have to do this tonight and she mm-hmm. just finished the play yeah like <laughs> um, hours ago like it's not it's not gonna happen sweetie she's very type a in very. not a fun way no because like there's the fun type a people that are like like jordan that will when there needs something needs to be planned he'll give you an excel sheet he'll mm-hmm. like ask your opinion on stuff like that he'll change hotel rooms because he doesn't like the carpet um yeah. Bryony is not that she's no. type a to the extreme yeah she's like, like controlling your type a <laughs> yes <laughs> she's a very controlling mother um but when Bryony tries to talk to Cecilia about her relationship with Robbie, she shuts that down. She's like, I don't want to talk about it. I do not like that man. So when the cousins finally do show up, Bryony has them in like the little playroom and tries to direct Lola and her two cousins. I don't remember their names. I didn't write them down because matter. they're not really important. It matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she tries to direct them on how the play should go, but they're very not interested. And everyone runs out on her. Um, Bryony then catches an interaction between Robbie and Cecilia. Um, she sees her like Robbie like yelling at her, and then Cecilia's like wet and whatever, and it's very confusing to her. Mm-hmm. Um, we then see this perspective from uh, Cecilia, and we see her running back to the house with flowers um, for her brother's arrival. And she goes out to get water for the vase and she runs into Robbie and she tells him about um, her brother's friend that's coming to stay with them, Paul Marshall, and their cousins that are staying with them. And eventually it turns into Robbie admitting that he doesn't want to be a teacher anymore, that he wants to be a doctor. Everything's like super tense with them, by the way. Mm -hmm. They're very dramatic. They're very dramatic. (laughs) Robbie then tries to help her with the vase, but it breaks. And so Cecilia has to get the missing piece that fell into the fountain. And so she jumps in and gets the fountain it out was deep as hell. Yeah, that fountain was like, what, five feet deep at that point? It had to be more than five feet. It had to be like seven, eight feet because like her whole body in. was submerged. She jumps in. And then it's funny because like when she like pops up out of the water, the water like hits her at her like waist and we're like, but she jumped what? in. Like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But okay. it didn't make any sense, but it happened. 
Yeah. So she gets the the missing piece and she's super upset about the broken vase that she just takes everything and leaves. Um we then see Bryony leaving their I'm just going to call it a mansion because that's what it is. Um and she takes her notes outside as Paul Marshall and Leon arrive. We then see Paul, Leon, and Cecilia are at the lake, and they're just listening to Paul drone on and on about his chocolate mm-hmm. business, endeavors, something like that. Yeah. He's got, like, a contract with the army. It's a thing. Um, and you just won't shut up about it. So Leon eventually turns the conversation to Robbie, which upsets Cecilia. And we find out that they actually went to college together, but during their years there, they never talked. And... She gets upset about the whole thing, so she just jumps into the lake. We then see Robbie preparing for the dinner that night that he was invited to. Um, And Paul meets the cousins and Lola. uh, And they have a very weird interaction. Paul Marshall is currently burning in hell. That's all I have to say. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, they have a weird interaction with chocolate. I don't want to get into it because it's just weird. It's but very weird. It's very predator coded. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Bryony outside, we see her letting her frustrations, um, out on like the wildlife about what she saw between Robbie and Cecilia. And we see Robbie trying to write a letter to apologize to Cecilia. But he can't come up with the words. But then he gets like super erotic about it. And then he's like, huh, now that that's out of my system. He actually writes her an apology letter. Robbie is insane <laughs> as hell for writing what he wrote. <laughs> yes, writing he sweet, wet cunt is insane. <laughs> yeah. Like he... actually me just, me just saying the word cunt, I don't ever say that fucking word. So why in the world would he write that in a letter? <sighs> Especially in, what is this, 1930s? Yeah. Where that wasn't language at all. No. Not appropriate he language a... in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, he had a brief moment of insanity. Mm-hmm. Brief moment of insanity. And it's funny because after he writes it, he kind of like sits back at his desk and just laughs at himself. He just starts laughing. <laughs> And then like, doesn't oh, immediately burn the letter. I that's know. That's what I would have done. Because every like, other letter. No one can see this. Yeah. <laughs> no evidence. No evidence. Every other letter he takes out and like crumples it and throws it away. But no, that one would have had to have been burned. It, and ashes would have been put in a toilet somewhere. Flushed. Like mm-hmm. zero evidence of me ever typing something like that. Exactly. Never. <laughs> um, Robbie then tells his mother that he's going to the dinner party that she has been working for all day, by the way, because she also works for the family. Um, And as he's leaving, he takes the letter with him. We then see Bryony still out in the field and Robbie asks if she can deliver the letter. And she does. So as she's running away, Robbie then realizes that he put the wrong letter in the envelope and immediately tries to call for Bryony. (laughs) Even if he thought it was the correct letter, why did he give it to a child? No, seriously. The way that that would stress me out. I I could not. 
If I was Robbie, I would have passed away on the spot. Like, I would have found a way to just kill myself without having to actually injure myself. Like, I would pass away. Oh, yeah. I would have literally jumped into the river below us, <laughs> put a stone on my stomach, my chest, and, and just drowned. <laughs> yeah, because there's there's absolutely no way no I'm recovering from that. No. I would never be able to show my face ever again. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Because, like, the fact that the fact that it works out is just interesting in and of itself. But even if it did work out, I, mm-mm. Mm-mm. you can't know that I thought about that of you. Like, no, mm-mm. not even jokingly. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, I would have had That's to find why a way to just. Some things should stay in your head. Some mm-hmm. things should just quite literally just stay in your head. Yeah. Some things yeah. don't need to be put on paper. Mm-hmm. Nope. They just don't. <laughs> Also, just a PSA, the internet is forever, guys. Some somebody yes. will be posting stuff and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, don't the post- FBI could not torture that out of me. So <clears throat> especially if you're committing a crime, maybe don't put it on <gasps> film. Yes. Don't don't don't, don't talk about it. <laughs> don't put don't put crimes you're putting you're doing on film. Yeah, a lot lot of y'all don't know how to crime. No matter how small the crime is either, don't put it on film. Yeah. Uh... You could be sitting around thinking, oh, this is a little harmless thing. It uh, it doesn't really matter. You say that until you get until you get locked up. Also, I gotta go run and get my charger two seconds. Okay. Well, while we're here, let's spill some of Kelly's secrets. So, secret number one. Kelly has a lot of arm hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear you. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but you didn't have to tell nobody about it. God, I thought we were friends. <laughs> when you when you were talking, I was like, "Huh, I wonder what he's gonna say." <laughs> yes, I was very aware that you could hear me. <laughs> okay, because sometimes I do take my AirPod out, but this time I didn't. So, okay. Um. Anyway, on her way back to the house. Uh, Robbie does realize that he's put the wrong letter in the envelope and Bryony, the little bitch that she is, the nosy little girl she is, immediately Kelly, you can't call a child letter. a bitch. Come I on, Kelly. Will you in this context. You can't you can't call a child a bitch. She's just being a child. That's why he was being dumb for giving a child this intimate letter. I'm okay, sorry, you can't, blame, on, uh, no. you can't blame Briny for being a child, Kelly. No, you can't Read blame Briny for being... Read you, the book. I don't care, Kelly. You can't blame a child for acting like a child. I'm so sorry, but it's true. <laughs> he should have never given her that letter. He was old enough to know that a child would snoop. I'm so sorry. I wouldn't have. I would no. have snooped. Anyway. <laughs> I I would have snooped. We are two different people. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, 
We then see Cecilia complaining about Paul to Leon as Bryony delivers the letter and ignores Cecilia's uh, questions if she's read the letter because the content. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And she obviously has because she only gave her the letter and not the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she's not um, looking at her when she gives her the letter. Yeah, she's when like, she's yeah. asking. <laughs> Um, so Bryony goes up to her room and Lola comes in crying to her about how the boys have been beating on her and shows her like bruises on her arms and about the whole situation with her parents. Uh, Bryony then immediately takes the attention away from Lola's problems <laughs> and immediately wants to talk about Robbie and what she read in the letter. And they both decide that Robbie is a sex addict. I mean... It was weird that she pivoted to that, but it worked. It like, was. It, got low, it changed Lola's mind. She was like, oh. I mean, I don't okay. know if that's the distraction she needed, but it's the one but she got. got. It's the one she got. It's the one she got. So, and I guess it worked. It worked, I guess. Because she was feeling better when she left that room. <laughs> <laughs> Very weird. Um, but later, after Briny has gotten ready for dinner... On her way down to the dining room, she finds a little charm in the entryway and follows, like, the path, I guess, um, into the library and sees Robbie pinning her sister to a bookshelf. Mm -hmm. um, we then see the whole interaction from Robbie and Cecilia's um, perspective, where she meets him at the door. They talk about the letter, and he's like, hey... I sent the wrong one. Uh, but Cecilia's like, hey, we like each other, right? Like, we can't keep tiptoeing around this. Um, mm -hmm. And they, I guess, come to an understanding that they do like each other and they have sex in the library or the office, whatever it is. Um, and then once they're caught by Briny, they don't say anything. They just leave. Um, they just leave. Robin. Robbie is just not having a good day. He's not. He's just not. <laughs> he's not. First that no, and now he's being caught having sex. Yeah. Weird. If the letter didn't make me want to pass away, the fact that I got caught having sex with Bryony's sister would have yeah. just done it for me. Yeah. And against against the like library books. Hmm. Yeah. Awkward. Uh, it didn't look comfortable. Le didn't look comfortable. Logistically, look comfortable. a lot a lot more work than needed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and our next but also life, the fact that the fact that no next... one said anything to Bryony just also Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. <don't>... <laughs> I mean <laughs> Bryony kind of couldn't like see what was happening. And I'm sure as a child, she didn't really understand what was happening. No, I get it. Yeah. But like the but fact still, that they didn't even tell her like, or like ask her what she saw or like tell her, hey, don't say anything. Yeah. Just like leaving the room is weird. Yeah, it's weird. Ah. Um, everyone then goes to dinner. And Bryony's just acting out the whole time that, that dinner's happening. And uh, she tries to tell everybody about Lola being hurt. And Paul backs her up by saying that the cousins, her brothers were beating on her. Um, but because she's being so disruptive, her mom sends her upstairs. 
where she finds a note from the twins saying that they have run away. Bryony brings down the note and the whole party leaves to go and find the kids. But Bryony is told to stay at the mansion, but she obviously does not. Yeah. So as she's walking around the garden, um, she finds Lola with somebody that runs away immediately once they're caught. And when Bryony is talking to Lola, Bryony is convinced that Robbie was the one that attacked Lola. Um, and Lola, <laughs> yeah, and Lola keeps asking her, like, is that who you saw? Because I couldn't see. She like mm -hmm. she keeps like trying to ask Bryony, like, are you sure? And Bryony is just so into her like nailing right. Robbie, she's like, it's Robbie. Deal that she's like, I know it's Robbie. And even Lola's like, Robbie. she was like, did you see Robbie? And she was like, I know Robbie anywhere. And I'm like, do you? Yeah. I'm like, do you though? Do you? That's not. You thinking it's Robbie is not the same as it it's being not a Robbie. Seeing. Did you yeah. did you see Robbie is the question. Right. And you you deciding that you saw him because you believe it was him is not the same mm -hmm. as you actually seeing yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Lola is then brought back to the mansion and Bryony admits that she knows who did it, and so the police are called. And when they interview her, they do the same thing as like, you saw Robbie do it. You saw yeah. Robbie leave. You know it's Robbie a thousand percent. And she said, and yes. She said, yes. And the way that she says it is not, yes, I did see him. She said, yes, it was him. And they're mm -hmm. all like, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm like, we, we don't have any other leads. So <laughs> yeah, we don't. Um, other than the girl that was attacked. Right. So um, Lola is then um, checked out by a doctor and no one can find Robbie. So they can't like interview him about the thing. So Lola, uh, not Lola, Bryony then goes to look for the letter that um, Robbie wrote to Cecilia. And she eventually finds it and brings it down to her mother, who says that she is doing the right thing. Um, eventually, Robbie comes back to the house with the twins. And everyone is waiting for him. And Bryony is sent up to her room so that she doesn't have to see anything that's going on. But she immediately goes to the stairwell to watch as Robbie is being taken away from the house by the police. She is messy as hell. She literally sprinted from her room mm -hmm. to like a window in like the hallway to watch yeah. him get arrested. She's she is honestly something else. Yeah. Um we see Cecilia kiss Robbie before he goes, and we see his mother causing a scene as he is being taken away by police. Four years later, we then see Robbie in France and we see him sharing a meal with locals in France and explains that him and two other men have been separated from his unit as they were retreating. And we find out that he has joined the army since his only two options when he was arrested was go to prison or join the army. So he joined the army. How is that as a prison sentence? Like, they're just like, 
join the army since when is that a thing right when is that when has that become an option right and then like sure like his life is at risk or whatever but Mm -hmm. like what what if he like survives and right just does he just get to come home and just live a normal life after that right like are they expecting him to die in combat i'm guessing is that why that's an option I'm guessing that's the point. Like they, they're or are they are are they hoping that like the the structure and the discipline of army will make him a better person, so that if he does survive, then he's better. Who knows? Either way, knows? it's not. It's not a. It doesn't make any sense. Also, Mm-mm. this was like World War Two, right? So like everyone yes. was being made to join the army. It's not a. It's not a punishment at that point. Yeah, people <laughs> wanted to go. like that's weird but whatever 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 um but we get a flashback from six months earlier where him and cecilia meet and she has become a nurse and both are very nervous about their meeting and robbie admits that he doesn't know if he wants to build a relationship with her over just sparing moments that they've shared over the last three and a half years and the fact that she's cut ties with her family because she's so upset still about what happened to Robbie. As they leave, they both promise to meet up at a cottage by the sea that um, Cecilia's friend told her that she could borrow when Robbie returns from being deployed. Um, But they are forced to part ways when she has to go back to the hospital. Back in real time, we see that Robbie has been injured. He's got some sort of hole in his chest. but him and his men have to continue traveling so that they can try and catch up with their unit. We see Cecilia and Robbie sending letters to each other. How they are getting them, I don't know. But yeah, she how? explains. <laughs> how are they sending letters when he's like in a war zone? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, but she explains that Bryony is training to be a nurse and how she has begged Cecilia to meet one another so that they can talk about what happened. Um, As the men are continuing to walk, Robbie stumbles upon a field of dead bodies. It's school-aged girls all just laid out in a a field. Yeah, I don't understand what that was. It it makes sense in the book because, you know, you get more inner dialogue. Okay, because it was kind of random in the movie. No, yeah, I get it. Um, Because, like, like, we didn't know how those girls died, who those mm, girls were. They're just there. Yeah. they're just there yeah we don't know what happened to them so but it's sad so yeah it's, it's dead children so it's gonna be sad <clears throat> mm-hmm. robbie then thinks back to an interaction with Bryony where um they're at the river and when she asks if he would save her if she was in the water he said he would and she immediately just jumps in the water um I don't know why he didn't see that coming. I'm so sorry. Yeah, right. It's a I child. When it's you, when you are around children enough, when they ask you certain questions, you know immediately they've you know either already done thinking. it, they've already done it, or they're about to. And you're like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, if a child looked at me and was like, Jordan, if I jumped into this lake, would you save me? I'm like, yes, I would. But if you jump in there, I'll beat your ass. Like, don't you dare do it. <laughs> yeah. You've got to follow it up with a consequence so that they don't. 
right? You jump in that, you jump in that lake. I swear, I swear. Right. right. I'm a, I'm a drag you out, but I'm gonna drag you out by your hair, and you're not gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna like it. You're gonna wish you stayed in that water. <laughs> um, so Briny immediately jumps into the water, and he goes in and, and drags her out, and she's like, she's like excited by the fact that he jumped in and saved her and she thinks it's cute and whatever and he's immediately upset with her because he's like how like you literally could have drowned like we could have died together because you know i had to jump in and get you um and she doesn't understand why he's upset yeah jumping in to save someone is like risky because like they could kill you Mm -hmm. while trying to save them yeah that's like literally one of the first things I learned when I became a, a lifeguard. It's like if they're fighting you too much, kick them yeah. off and save yourself. Yeah, because they'll just drag you down. They'll just drag you down and kill you. And so yeah. she's crazy for doing that. But she's yeah, also a, she's also a child. So yeah, I, yeah. I can't fault her too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the walking then continues, and the couple exchange like the same sentiment that they want to be together again and that they will be together again at the, the the cottage. Eventually the men find the rest of their unit on a beach as they wait to get transferred. And they find that, you know, boats are coming in to get people, but they're mostly sending the people who are injured first and then everyone else. Um, yeah, it's absolute chaos. Reason, it's absolute chaos. Also, for some reason, Robbie, who is injured, does yes. not go. Does it immediately say, people. yeah. Yeah. He's if I was Robbie, off. I would have been like, I would have ripped my shirt over and been like, hey. Like, hey, I have a this? giant hole in my chest. Yeah. I've got a gaping hole in my chest. So yeah. I think that counts as me getting on that boat right now. Right. right. I think I'm injured. So I think I should go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I heard enough to know that I need to go, like, right now. Mm-hmm. No, um, I don't need to walk past horses being shot in the head and then go watch Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what, and that is part of the chaos. There's like men just hobbling around. There's horses being killed. Uh, cars are being broken because I guess they can't take them. So I guess they have to break them. I don't understand. I but, don't get it either. I don't care. I don't get why they killed the horses either. I'm like, just let them go. Just let them go. Right. Just let um, them go. But yeah, there's there's a bunch of chaos. Um, and eventually the men regroup and they enter a bar. And Robbie's like looking for some kind of relief or rest, but he doesn't find anything. Um, that night they are still walking around and Robbie follows a woman into some space and it turns out to be his mom. And he's obviously in some kind of weird delusion um, mm-hmm. who like cares for him. And he tells her how he needs to get back to Cecilia and how bad he feels for making her wait. He rejoins his friend and they eventually find some like really deep bunker to rest in. Um, and he slips into one of his delusions again. And he thinks about the night that he was taken by the police. Um, but then he is awoken by his friend and says that, hey, there's another ship coming in like a couple of hours. You look awful. So I'm going to let you rest. But I just want to let you know that like help is on the way. Uh-huh. Um, I need everyone here to know. If you have like a wound anywhere on your body and you start hallucinating, go get medical yeah. help immediately. 
you are dying. You are dying. This is not going to end well for you if you no. just keep wandering around. If you start just, seeing people who should not be there, maybe bring that up to someone. Yeah, like, hey, maybe. Yeah. I know we're in the middle of like where Dunkirk is that where they yeah. are. I know yeah, we're in like Dunkirk. the middle of Dunkirk, um, but I think I just saw my mother. Yeah, and like she cleaned my feet, and now I'm missing my boots, and I don't. I'm yeah. walking barefoot, so yeah. I think I may be dying. I think don't. I'm dying. Maybe we should go get a doctor. Yeah. Maybe you just should like check. sit me down and like just go get check. someone. Yeah, I could just be a little dehydrated, but who knows? We should just always go chat. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Um, we then see three weeks earlier in London, and we see that Bryony is training to be a nurse, and she lives in a house with a bunch of other nurses. And that night, she's interrupted by a friend, and when she asks what she's writing, she explains that it's a story about something that happened um and it's from like something that happened to her but like it's not finished yet so she doesn't want anyone reading it eventually after working for a while we see that bryony finds cecilia's address and writes to her saying that she wants to meet her that she is in london becoming a nurse and that she wants to talk to her and like lay out what happened so that she can like repay her make things right mm -hmm. but we then see that a massive injured soldiers arrive and she has to work and is thrown into the chaos of helping a bunch of victims yeah um, so 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 i wrote like when like we first see briny like in like her nursing school or whatever i was like mm -hmm. are the i literally wrote are these girls actually nurses because it seems like they're just cleaning stuff and then mm -hmm. immediately and then immediately after i wrote that all of the like broken bone soldiers came <laughs> in i was like yeah never never mind <laughs> yeah because they spend a lot of time like you know doing the hospital corners on beds cleaning the wireframe beds you know setting things up and then yeah. immediately they're just thrown into like people with burns all over their bodies people missing arms yeah a guy the contrast is a, real. His, a guy missing a part of his skull yes exactly yeah um and in all the chaos uh briny thinks that she sees robbie but it's it's obviously not him um but she works tirelessly all day then that night, Bryony is told to sit with a man who only speaks French, since she knows French as well. And um, it says that she only knows like school age French, but yeah. they have a full on conversation. She's fluent. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, hey, I took Spanish in high school and I know like how to say my name and ask for something. Yeah, it's not like me saying I know how to speak a little bit of Spanish. She had a mm -hmm. full on conversation with. Oh man. yeah. Yes, the accent was great. There like, was whatever, no stumbling, no trying yeah, to think there was of no words. like. Mm -hmm. Whatever she their schooling like direction is, it's more than enough. It, yes, <laughs> more than enough. Um, and so her and this soldier have a whole conversation. Um, he thinks that he knows Cecilia, and uh, well, they kind of know each other. Um, she's been talking to him before and that's why she got in trouble a couple days prior for like getting too sentimental with, with patients. Um, 
but they talk about um his childhood and how uh and about cecilia and stuff like that um and after seeing his wound on his head like he's missing part of his skull you can see his brain yeah. uh she finally grasps that this man is dying and so like she just keeps on with his delusion that they know each other and whatever mm-hmm. and that like they're lovers and whatever um yeah he really but... jumped from them knowing each other <laughs> as children to we're gonna get married <laughs> mm-hmm. and she's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah she's like oh totally i do love of you course. so much honey yeah yes. <laughs> I, I love a springtime wedding. Yeah. yeah. She's like, so when's the date, babe? Like, you know, yeah. when are we getting married? <laughs> um, and after the man has passed away, uh, she's like in a daze. Um, the next day we see, I was about to say wartime propaganda, which probably. Probably. Um, <laughs> But we see videos of men coming back from war, and we then see um, a clip of uh, Queen Elizabeth visiting um, Paul Marshall's like chocolate factory, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and they mention uh, Paul and his soon-to-be young wife Lola. Yes. Um, and also, after they, hearing that, they she... did not. They did not age up the character. They, they used the same actress. They used Juno Temple. For both, yeah. what, 15-year-old Lola and, what's she now, 18, 19? 19-year-old Lola. Yeah, they did. They just put some, slap some makeup on her and put her in, like, adult clothing. Yeah, they yeah they put her in some adult clothing, quote-unquote, put on some mm-hmm. red lipstick. It was like, you're 19 now. <laughs> That's an adult now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that might have been the point, but that, yeah. still. But still. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely the point. Um yeah. But after seeing that, she you then see um, Bryony arriving at the wedding of Paul and Lola. And she finally has, we see her flashbacks and see that it actually was Paul Marshall that assaulted um, Lola all those years ago. Yeah, that makes me think, did Lola know it was Paul and she just pretended like she didn't know who did it? Or did she actually not know and then Paul just kept grooming her afterwards? I don't want to spoil the book for you, but it's it's a like that that whole conversation that they have, it goes into much more detail. Okay. And that's yeah. why I like I know you say she's a child, but like I hate book briny so much. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, hate yeah. Her. I'll, 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 I'll pick the book back up maybe okay. after we're done recording. Okay. Um and so after that Briny forces her way to see Cecilia and she shows up at her apartment and she goes there to apologize for her actions and Robbie is there and he immediately gets upset and like loses loses his mind about the whole thing and she says that she will tell everybody the truth and like he demands her to tell everyone the truth even though it's been like a long time and What's she weird is he, he wants her to tell the truth but then Cecilia's like drop it no one will believe you anyway yeah you're sending her mixed messages, y'all. Y'all need yeah, to, yeah, yeah, <laughs> y'all yeah. Need to be coherent yeah. on this. Right. And she admits that because Cecilia and Robbie thought it was Dan, it was one of the other uh, people on the on the property. But and they are shocked to learn that it's actually Paul Marshall. 
How were they shocked at that when literally he's marrying Lola at no, the seriously. tender age of 19? It's awful. Um, but after that whole interaction, we see Bryony leaving on a train. And then immediately we see an older Bryony uh, on a TV screen and they're recording something. And it's some television special where Bryony is... Um, talking about her new novel, Atonement, uh, which happens to also be her last novel yeah. and technically her first since she's been writing it, since she's been able to like process what happened that night. Um, and she's writing it because she's dying. Yeah, she has vascular dementia. Yeah, so she's like, having mini, mini that's strokes. Aw that's awful. Yeah, her, her, her brain is literally shutting down on her yeah um and so she admits to having started writing it years ago but has just now been comfortable with putting it out there because she is dying and says that the ending of atonement is not real she says that robbie died um the last day of the evacuation from um sepsis. from sepsis. Like, we, like we said like like we said um, if you start, start getting a little balulu yeah you're dying you're dying get checked out this has been your psa <laughs> um and her sister died in a bombing she she drowned uh, what a what an awful way what to an die. awful way to die no seriously because she didn't like some drownings like you get tired or like whatever water you're in you just can't get out she was literally in the tube underground tube well, I mean, like, you know, like some, some drownings, like it happens out like in open water and whatever, like there may be a chance that they could be saved. Mm -hmm. But the fact that Cecilia was in the tube, like that's because they're underground tube station and there's absolutely nowhere you can go when the water's mm -hmm. rushing at you. <laughs> like, yeah. that's awful. Like, there is no hope for there. No, for that. no, not really. Um, so Bryony thought she was paying tribute to the couple by writing them a happy ending for atonement. I think that's a very weird thing to do, but okay. Yeah, because the only thing that's serving is herself. It's making herself feel better. <laughs> yeah, it's making herself feel better. But self-serving. Whatever. Um, well, whatever. And so after she admits to that, we then see and imagine Cecilia and Robbie meeting up together and living together at the seaside cottage and that's where the movie ends yep that's where the movie ends <laughs> the movie ends um hopefully, are you ready for the movie hopefully um what's his name what's his name paul marshall Who? had a very short life after mm -hmm. marrying his abuse victim mm-hmm and yeah i hope he rots <laughs> um are you ready for the movie facts sure let's go okay so first one director joe wright had wanted kira knightley to play the role of bryony in her late teens but kira knightley immediately liked the character of cecilia and wanted to get away from 
her playing girls on the brink of womanhood and play more of a mature mature role. Um, um sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean a lot of her characters before this one were like that. I mean, but is Cecilia really that much different in age? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, she's still she's acting kind of immature in this movie. If I do, say yeah, so but she's technically not a child. Oh, okay, whatever. Oh. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, Shirsa Ronan was only twelve years old when this production began shooting, and turned thirteen by the time she received her first Oscar nomination. <laughs> Good for her. I love Shirsa Ronan. Good for her. She's great. She's out here slaying it. Mm-hmm. Still to this um, day, racking up those nominations. Has she ever won? I don't think so. If I'm being give, honest. Okay. I don't know if she has any movies coming up this year, but I'm going to start a get Saoirse Ronan an Oscar campaign. Yeah. Maybe maybe you should start doing that. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to step in. There's no way she doesn't yeah. have it out there at this point in her life with all the great movies she's done, like Lovely Bones, this, um, Lady Bird, Little Women. Lady like, come Bird, on. yeah, Little Women. Yeah. Give the, Little give Woman the was great. Oscar. Yeah. She's, she's, she's been put in work. So. She's been putting in work since she was like 11. Please give her an Oscar. No, seriously, seriously. Okay. And last but not least, uh, the green dress that um, Keira Knightley wore um, like the night everything went down. It became the iconic symbol for the movie. And the thing about that dress is that it was very simply made. And so she was basically sewn into the dress. And she said that they had to keep mending it because every time she like moved wrong, it would rip. <laughs> so a lot of the scenes that they had with the green dress were minimal. And that's why it's not shown that much in the movie because it's okay. just constantly breaking. <laughs> like it's a beautiful dress. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but like it looked flimsy. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention, but I believe it. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's it so jordan here comes the question Mm -hmm. is this movie iconic you know what i put yes it's a perfect mid-range movie it's good acting story's pretty good it has amazing cinematography Mm -hmm. Um, i will complain though that there are too many scenes of people just staring too many (laughs) so here's the thing Joe yeah. Joe Wright likes to to put those kind of scenes in his movies. Why? It happens. It happens movie. in Pride and Prejudice. It happens, obviously, in Atonement, and it happens in um, Anna Karenina. He likes. He likes. I think he said it in like one of the DVD commentaries, but he likes having those moments of just like reflection. So, those are like part of his like filming process, having those just staring, nothing happening scenes. Mm, okay um too many of them like yeah. cecilia herself has like four 
four scenes where she's just staring at the ocean, staring at her reflection. <laughs> the, the, the reflection at... one, the reflection one was a lot because like they're trying to like balance it with uh, Robbie writing the letter, but it just got kind of yeah. weird at, at some point. There's too much staring. Robbie staring at that projector as he was watching the movie, having like his oh, mind yeah. go away. Like too much, too much. But yeah, good movie. I'll give it an yeah. iconic. Yeah, I will too. I like I like a lot of Joe Wright's um, productions. Like this, the story itself is like awful, but like it's not an awful story. story. You just get upset by it. it does, that doesn't make it an awful story. <laughs> if anything, <laughs> that is a testament to how good of a story it is. It gave you yeah. a intense emotional reaction. Yes, because I was just sitting there, I was like, "Damn, kids, gonna be kids," and you're sitting here getting. <laughs> irate uh, oh and suddenly i am back in my senior college uh english class debating the story uh-huh okay jordan what are your recommendations for this week okay i have three my first one is the song gabby by the internet featuring janelle monet um okay. last week for one of my coworkers. I just added a bunch of random songs to her playlist or mm. I just made like a queue of a bunch of songs. And then she mm. told me to listen to the internet. And I was like, sure, why not? And so I listened to it. It's not really for me because mm -hmm. I can't understand a fucking word they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And she was like, but it's very vibey. And I'm like, yeah, it's very vibey, but like, mm -hmm. what are they saying? The words detract from the vibe, Jordan. You're just there to listen. No, I need to hear what they're saying. Like, they, could, <laughs> they, could be, they could be doing a prayer to Satan for all I know. I wouldn't know because I couldn't <laughs> understand what they were saying. True. But yeah, um, I liked this one. It was very vibey, like, but yet again, still couldn't really understand what they were saying, but it was a very vibey song. So I was like, yeah, okay. why not? Why not? Why I'll not? recommend it. Okay. Um, second recommendation is a movie. It's called Origin by Ava DuVernay. Um, I saw it. It was like AMC does like secret movies sometimes. It was one of those secret movies. It was a really hmm. good movie. I enjoyed it. It was a sad story, but like overall, it all came together. It was okay. great, great acting. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So, like, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It was a good movie. Um, and then my last recommendation is "I Don't Mind" by Chloe. Good song. Hmm. Don't really like that album <laughs> at all, but <laughs> "I Don't Mind" is a fun song. I don't okay. mind, and then and then like how the in the album it transitions from body do to I don't mind. Great, great transition. Great, <laughs> great song. Um, most of the songs on there though, I I wasn't really vibing with. But you know what? Okay. Good for you, girl. Um, hopefully on the next album we we find we find a more coherent sound. But honestly, just give me more Chloe and Howie music. You're better as a True. duo. Better as a duo. Better, better together. <laughs> bring it back y'all bring it back bring it back now that now that hallie has a baby now and, sl and can sl and can slow down and 
is in all of filming 50 11 movies um truly y'all can get into the studio and right. <laughs> get back to the magic <laughs> cute uh but what about you kelly okay so i've got three song recommendations okay uh the first one is overwhelming by john bellion uh okay. i've kind of been in like a john bellion mood so like there you go uh my next recommendation is rain by swv that song has been stuck in my head for like two days exactly i've just been telling that like all the time at work it's a great I song love, i love that song um, and my last recommendation is Love and Adoration by Madison Ryan Ward. It came up on one of my day lists and it's actually really good. It was one of like the, it was kind of like on my indie vibey playlist that they, that it made me, but it's actually really good. I like okay. the lyrics. So yeah, go check it out. Okay. Sounds like fine. I might go listen to Rain after this because... <laughs> love that song you should you should and then i will listen to coco jones's what song is it that samples rain Double back. <laughs> there we go. I got there eventually. Double back. I'm going to go listen to double back go. after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Wild ride. Wild ride. Um, don't forget to follow us on our social media. We have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both at SYTYI Podcasts. You can also send us your movie requests or your movie stories at our email, SYTYIPodcast at gmail.com. Do you like this movie? Are you like Kelly? Do you hate a child? Shut up. <laughs> a child? <laughs> let me know. Let us know. Yes, let us know. Let us know. Um, share us with your friends and your family. Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts with five stars. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I hope everyone out there is staying safe where it's snowing. I'm seeing oh, like, yeah. it's like very cold someplace, like negative degrees. Like that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I could barely survive out here in our like 30s and 40s. I can't imagine being a negative degree weather. Like that's crazy. Yeah, me neither. Like I would not leave my house. Like, nothing yeah, would get me to leave my house. Y'all gotta really love where you were at. Mm -hmm. I literally, I sent a video to Kelly, I think last night, of a yeah. guy who literally put on, like, snow boots for, like, trekking in, like, Antarctica and walked two miles to work. Mm -hmm. No way in hell would I do that. Mm-hmm. No, also, the no. amount of layers that they have on, it's like 30 minutes to get dressed. Yeah, absolutely not. 
I have I have my wake up and go to work routine down to a science. I literally wake up 29 minutes before I have to leave to go to work. I have my okay. clothes laid out. I put on my clothes. Mm -hmm. I eat my breakfast. If I am taking a lunch, I throw it into my lunch bag. I let my yeah. dogs out, brush my teeth, eat my breakfast, and then I head out. So I'm not adding an extra 30 minutes to that. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. I'm so sorry. No. I'll, I'll just text my boss and be like, I'm so sorry. I'm not coming in today. But like, honestly, if I'm working snowed, from home. honestly, if it snowed here, though, I don't think they would make us come to the office. They wouldn't. Because none of us know how to drive in the fucking snow. We don't have stuff to nope. drive in the snow. Nope. Like, where would I buy snow tires if I even knew how to put them on? And then chains or snow chains. Yeah, where would I buy that stuff? They don't sell it here. <laughs> nope. Can I just use regular salt on the roads? Or is there a special type Ooh. of salt? I don't know that. And then you don't got a shovel to, to, to get the snow I don't have out. a shovel. Just shovel. You don't have an, a little ice pick thing for your car. I live on a hill. Yep. So my car would just slip down the hill. Like, I, nothing I would be able to do. So, no, I'm not leaving my house if it snows here. <laughs> First off, it hasn't snowed here in like 100 years. So it would mm. be a monumental occasion. But, yeah, I just would not leave. Nope. Fire me if you want to. I don't I don't care. I'm not coming. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not coming. But, yeah, all of you guys, be safe out there. Don't put your lives at risk for a job. Yeah. Please. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Everyone stay safe and stay iconic. Stay iconic, y'all. Bye.